Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Recalibrating the Scales. I'm your host and Chief Executive Resolutionist, Normie Avasca Scales, at your disposal. In homage, extending extending the olive branch to grandparents. Well, welcome back yet again, ladies and gentlemen, to another thought-provoking episode. This particular episode is going to be rather conversational, as usual, pertaining to your once elders, but particularly grandparents. I can attest to the scientific certainty that life happens quickly. Okay. The evidence is all around us. It's all around me personally. The writing is on the wall. Within the past week or seven days alone, I've been inundated with um, a variety of news, some welcoming and some just very, very disconcerting and disenchanting. So I've, and it's pertaining to family. Okay. Again, life happens quickly. Um, untimely news pertaining to losses, bereavement, uh, sudden inexplicable rare health uh, deterioration and health conditions which have arose eclipsed out of thin air. So it is my moral imperative, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm really hoping that I reach out to the youth out there, to all of you youth, children, adolescents, pre-adolescents, young adults alike, please, Hear me this episode, if nothing else. One of my utmost greatest regrets to my everlasting shame is not vesting the time as I should have with my beloved grandparents who've made their transition, resting, resting, resting in peace, I should say. And um, I actually, you know, I do carry that guilt around with me even to this day in my mature adulthood, you know, in excess of my 40 years to be 43 years and counting young, ladies and gentlemen, I do. I still carry that burden, that guilt. You know, it it haunts me daily. So one thing that I conscientiously strive for, particularly with my own flesh and blood son, is for him to to stay in front of his his family, in particular family as a whole, but especially, especially grandparents. As noted on the episode page, there is a great deal. As, as the famous quote or proverb has stated, 
in so many words. There's a great deal you can learn at the foot of an elderly person. Very true. And I regret regret not vesting that time. Why? Because like so many people, I took it for granted. I figured, I assumed subconsciously and consciously, okay, well, they'll be here forever, betwixt and between my friendships and recreation and all of the things that I put to the forefront, all of the things that I made a priority, which were secondary to the people who, by the grace of God first, you know, I should have given that, to pass that olive branch to, because they're the ones that made it possible for me to live this life. If not for them, okay, it would not have been you know, my parents, our parents, if not for grandparents, our parents definitely, you know, wouldn't be here, which as a result, you know, you know, quite logically, you know, we wouldn't exist. So what better people on earth to extend that honor and that respect to? So I just wanted to get on, on my soapbox for just a shy, just a brief moment, just to convey that truth. And the human side of me. Yes, that was a great error that I made. And, you know, I, again, I implore any and every child, youth, et cetera, please pick up the phone. It costs nothing, absolutely nothing, to fire off a phone call, to convey a message, even a handwritten letter. And you'd be surprised at the reactions of some of these family members, again, particularly grandparents, but not just limited to grandparents. You know, please hear me. You know, that please do not misconstrue what I'm conveying here. So aligned with this subject, of course, I always like to interject and to introduce other people's thoughts and perspectives on the subject. So this is an article that I stumbled upon of the, on JW.org. Yes, Mom, I am using your religious medium. It is a religious medium, but it does extend to the secular realm. So please, all of you listeners, please read and receive this with an open mind. I'm going to read the abridged version, my abridged version of it, okay, for all logical reasons and practical reasons. But this article is titled, Why Should I Get to Know My Grandparents? I've already answered that question. Hmm. Thought-provoking question, ladies and gentlemen. Young people ask, why should I get to know my grandparents? When my mother and I had trouble communicating, grandma helped us to work things out. This is according to Damaris. Throughout history, grandparents have been the key to family harmony and continuity. So writes Dr. Arthur Kornhaber in his book, Grandparent Power. He adds, and I quote, as teachers, supporters of parents, historians, nurturers, consultants, and even entertainers, their psychological, social, and spiritual functions were of paramount importance and still are. I wonder how our society had possibly come to dismiss this powerful, multifaceted grandparent role. So in bygone days, ladies and gentlemen, grandparents, they were a chief foundation, the stone, the rock of the family, of the family life. Particularly, well, you know, in this medium, you know, it would paramount in this to to God. Okay, there's a scripture for anyone, any for anyone who is interested. 
and reading the scripture per- pertaining to this truth here. It says the Bible commanded the Israelites to respect and esteem older ones, and that is per Leviticus 19, the 19th chapter, verse 32. And grandparents were considered especially worthy of honor. That's 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 4. Sad to say, my dear listeners, times have changed, as we've noticed. Long distances often separate families, and many youth have little contact with their grandparents. Attitudes have also changed in many parts of the world. Older ones, including relatives, are no longer treated with due respect. And that's, um, here's a scripture pertaining to that, Second Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. So what used to be called a generation gap now seems more like a chasm. So many youth out there, they perceive their grandparents as being old and out of touch and antiquated. That word I like to use, my word, antiquated. And they can't imagine that these older ones could possibly understand the pressures and problems that youth face today. That couldn't couldn't have been anything further from the truth. So if that's the way that you feel, you know, the author notes to, you know, just to be prepared to think again. There is a great value in getting to know your grandparents, especially if they're God-fearing. Okay, so that's from a religious standpoint, but again, not limited to the religious context. Please, this can be applied and should be applied secularly as well. Okay, so a source of wisdom and advice. So many of our youth have discovered that grandparents can serve as a shelter during the stormy years of youth. And this is actually, according to Seventeen Magazine, observed when I quote, With decades of experience in living, they're often more helpful in dealing with problems than friends your age who are struggling with the same concerns that you are. You and your peers are in the throes of your first life transitions. Your grandparents have weathered many such passages. They're often wise as well as smart. So that advice echoes what the Bible said centuries ago, and that's according, again, a biblical comment. There's a quote, again, or pardon me, a scripture, Proverbs 16th chapter, 31st verse. So it's true, you know, grandparents may have grown up in a world which is night and day contrary to the one that we're currently dwelling in. Uh, but you could be assured that at one time or another, they felt the very same things that you're struggling with now. So for all of you, for any of you youth that may be listening, while you may still be relatively inexperienced, in handling such feelings, your grandparents have had a lifetime in which to come to term, terms with these feelings, okay? It's a scripture, two scriptures, Proverbs chapter 1, verse 4, another scripture, um, Job chapter 12, verse, chapter 12, verse 12. So for this reason, grandparents can often be a real asset to youth uh, when there's a need for balance, advice, encouragement, or support. So young Damaris' grandmother, for instance, lived with Damaris and her mother in the same urban apartment. She says, when my mother and I had trouble communicating, grandmom helped us work things out. She would show me a different way of looking at things. Now, my son, fortunately, fortunately, you know, does have this rapport with his maternal grandmother, which is my mother, of course, uh, where, yes, this is the truth. They do have real life conversations and he does 
they do have he has that level of comfort in being able to truthfully and authentically and transparently convey questions, concerns. They discuss an array of topics above and beyond uh, what my mother and I, what she and I discussed when I was in his shoes and at his age bracket. A young man in Brazil named Rafael reflects on the help that his grandparents gave him when he received some supplementary education after high school. He says, they gave me much counsel about association and how to, how to resist problems with drugs. So he now serves as a full-time evangelizer. In her book, Grandparenting in a Changing World, Ida Lashan relates her own experience as a grandparent. She writes, my granddaughter called me one day and said, Grandma, I need help with peer pressure. Some of her classmates were trying to get her to date boys, some of whom were calling her on the phone. So consequently, her, grand, her granddaughter's request for help, uh, the grandmother was able to render advice that provided needed assistance. So you might similarly, uh, ladies and gentlemen, our youth out there, children, boys, girls, young men, young women, you might find that a brief conversation with a loving grandparent can be a source of real moral support. Please don't dismiss it. Grandparents are often particularly helpful during times of family crisis, such as illness or death. After young Lacey lost her father to a serious illness, her grandmother helped her cope. We have bonded even more than before, says Lacey. There's a special bond of love. A special bond of love, ladies and gentlemen. Your relationship with your grandparent may also be free of some of the tensions that youth sometimes face with their parents. So why might this be so? For one thing, grandparents often enjoy a special bond with their grandchildren. Uh, there's a scripture pertaining to this at Proverbs 17, 6. Uh, remember, too, that it is your parents, not your grandparents, who must bear the heavy responsibility of raising you. We're the ones that rear you, Okay. Okay, in this world. So because their role is less demanding, speaking your grandparents, of course, grandparents may be less prone than your parents to be critical of you. Also, once grandparents are, they're not usually encumbered by the responsibilities and pressures of the daily care of a family that, you know, the parents may be undergoing because they may be relatively free of such stress, stresses, uh, typically in the retirement phase of life, grandparents are. So it might be easier for them to respond to your needs or pay closer attention to you or close attention to you. Not to make not to me not to discredit or diminish the responsibilities of a parent. And of course, you know, we do have to tend to our children and it behooves of, of us all as parents to pay close attention, but parents are just at liberty. Grandparents are just at greater liberty. Um, because they typically have less constraints, per se. 17-year-old Tom recalls the attention he got from his grandparents. They would send him little gifts, he quotes, for getting good report cards. They even paid for his piano lessons. So, of course, not all grandparents are able to provide or furnish some such gifts, but they may still demonstrate their interest in you, perhaps by offering you praise and encouragement or giving you a hearing ear from time to time. This can forge deep bonds of friendship between you. So again, Damaris recalls uh, regarding her grandmother that she makes me feel at ease. I can go to her and talk to her at any time because she's always willing to listen. 
even if I'm not making sense at the time. A youth named Janatus similarly, similarly enjoys freedom of speech and the opportunity to talk about serious subjects with his grandparents. There's an interchange as well. While grandparents can offer you their wisdom and love, they can also benefit from your youthful energy and companionship. How so? Well, there are likely a number of ways in which you can be of help and support to your grandparents. Oftentimes, their physical strength is fading. They may be battling ill health. No doubt they will be encouraged if you help them with shopping and household chores. Many grandparents are widows or widowers, and they feel lonely at times. So by taking an active interest in them, you can do much to help them combat feelings of loneliness, the sting of loneliness. You can annihilate that and maintain their zest for life. Okay? No doubt about it, drawing close to your grandparents can can and may enrich your life as well as theirs. Maybe you've not been close to them up until now, but perhaps you want to change that but are not sure where to start. It may be that your grandparents live far away or that your parents are no longer together and this has distanced you from your grandparents. Nevertheless, extend the olive branch, ladies and gentlemen. Lend a helping hand. So I'd like to segue over to um, quality time. Okay, The importance of spending quality time together. And this is just in the overall familial context. So actually, this is an article in Parenting, and I, And it notes that the fast pace of modern life family can make it easy to forget that simply just spending time with our children, just that quality time, is paramount. Our time is one of the greatest things that we can render to one another, dear listeners. Summertime offers lots of opportunities to spend time together and some good old family bonding. So here's why you should make quality time a priority. It says it builds children's self-esteem. Children who spend time with their parents, albeit in grandparents, (laughs) participating in activities together build a positive sense of self-worth. When children feel that they're valued by their parents, they feel more positive about themselves. Family activities don't have to be expensive trips out to be meaningful. The important part is just being together. You could go for a bike or play a game together. Those are just some suggestions. Um, It notes that it strengthens family bonds, as as we've alluded to before in in the prior source. Families who share everyday activities together from strong, they form strong emotional ties. Studies have found that families who enjoy group activities together show they share a stronger emotional bond as well as an ability to adapt adapt well to situations as a family. So share your favorite hobbies, your sports, your books, your movies, or your other fa- favorite activities. It also develops positive behaviors. Children and adolescents who spend more time uh, with their parents are less likely to get involved in risky behavior. According to studies done by the National Center on Addiction and Substance Abuse via Arizona State University, Teens, in particular, who have infrequent family dinners are twice as likely to use tobacco, nearly twice as likely to use alcohol, and one and a half times more likely to use marijuana. Children who frequently eat with their families also usually have improved dietary intake compared to those who don't eat as often with their family members. 
It also encourages communication. When you spend time with your children, you're fostering an environment for open communication. Good communication is essential for your children to feel comfortable when discussing anything. It can help your child's academic performance, spending time uh, with your children with schoolwork or reading together, especially in their early years, will foster an environment that values academics. If your child feels comfortable coming to you with schoolwork, they're more likely to f- perform better academically. It can also help your children be a good friend. Children learn by example. Quote, if you're setting a good example for them by spending quality time together, they're more likely to adopt these behaviors in other relationships in their lives. So simple things like playing games together will help them understand more about interacting with others, as well as teach them things like sharing and kindness. Most importantly, family time means you can just have fun and enjoy each other's company. You still got a little bit of time left before the children go back to school. So make the most of this weekend and do something special together. This is according to the source. Here's some tips. Um, We have uh, a few tips that are given 10 tips in particular to better family time, in addition to the ones that I've given. And this is actually uh, something I stumbled upon by (laughs) allprodad.com. Parents and their children, uh, in the abridged version, of course, are spending less time as we've already concluded with one another. So resultantly, many children are getting less personal love and attention than their parents did. So American Demographics reported that parents today spend roughly 40% less time with their children than parents did a generation ago. Keep in mind, quality time, quantity time, and quality time are both important when choosing activities. So build memories by keeping your family time creative and enjoyable. So here are 10 tips to enrich and enhance your family quality time. One number one is to simply eat together and listen to one another. Most children today don't know the meaning of a family dinner time. I wonder why. Hmm, with the advent of technological mediums. Yet the communication and unity built during this setting is integral to a healthy family life. So sharing a meal together allows the opportunity to talk. Keyword, talk about each other's lives. This is a time for parents to listen as well as to give it is to give advice and encouragement. Attentive listening conveys a message that a person is interested in another. It also imparts a sense of worth and helps develop trust, ladies and gentlemen. Number two, as he notes, he says, read often. So research reveals that reading to your children cultivates an interest for knowledge and stimulates language development. It also increases their attention spans and helps them to become more curious. Okay? So look for books that your children would relish. Number three, do chores together. Part of what goes on in the home is the development of teamwork. Functional family life depends on the contribution of everyone. I repeat, functional family life depends on the contribution of everyone. Yes, every constituent of that family. So assigning chores is the most productive way of teaching responsibilities and accountability to your children, something of which I'm an enormous and a huge, staunch advocate of, accountability, organization, and order. As I just shared with a dear friend of mine earlier today, prior to this episode, 
I'm about as silly as I am serious. Yes, you know, I do crack the whip when it comes to the rearing of my son, figuratively speaking. And, you know, in efforts of him fostering that sense of order and being able to facilitate that on his own. But on the flip side, I'm about as silly as I am serious. And we have a phenomenal time together. You can see the evidence of that on Facebook. Number four, help with schoolwork. That's one way. That's another medium. Spend quality time with children and light a fire of learning by helping children with their schoolwork. A parent's eagerness to help will cause a child to become more interested in school, improving his or her grades. Regular trips to the library for school projects are an inexpensive and enjoyable way to spend time with children. So helping should begin with an understanding that children are responsible for homework. Parents are there to get their child, keyword, organized and to encourage them when they get stuck, not necessarily furnishing the answer or the anecdote. Number five is to start a hobby or project. Choose a fun activity that your child is interested in. And for instance, cooking, crafts, fishing, biking, hobbies that can open the door to exciting family time. So once a child learns a new recipe or is able to cast the lure accurately, let him or her take the lead with your supervision. Number six, play games. Not just necessarily video games or digital games. Play board games or, you know, intangible games, charades, things of that nature. Play with them, but also spark an interest in family-oriented context. Again, there's mention of board games, card games, to name a couple. Number seven, plan a family outing. Sometimes merely getting out of the house is, is important. Get in the family car and go for a drive. Prepare a picnic lunch and visit a local park. Take time to play catch or ride a bike. Stroll in the woods. Visit a zoo, museum. Go to a play, what Maximo and I will be doing. You know, something that's completely organic, void of technology. Just a one-on-one -on -one experience. Number eight, encourage athletic activities. Sports not only strengthen the body, but also build character and determination, go figure. So whether it's a, a father pitching a baseball to a son or a mother and daughter nature walking or vice versa. Finding time for athletic events is important for a child's emotional and physical development. This is a great opportunity for family to interact with one another. Interact, again, organically. And my suggestion would be to take it a step further and just power off the devices. Number nine, create a family time calendar. Since many parents have hectic schedules, time with children often becomes a low priority, whether intended or not. So post a calendar on the refrigerator, get a, a dry erase board, what have you, and have parents and children pencil in special events. Knowing what you're going to need may also help you think of creative activities. Again, this falls in line with organization, my dear listeners. Number 10, it says pray together and attend a house of worship. Here's a quote. Nothing is more special than taking a few minutes each day to pray with a child before bedtime. Again, taking it a step further, I say, well, don't just limit it to bedtime. Open your day, the commencement of your day, beginning it on a, a note of gratitude and homage to, to God, to your, your higher power. You know, our higher power being Jehovah. You know, although we're not religious, spiritual, but just carving out that moment. So I hope that you all have listened and taken this to heart. 
and it includes youth and mature adults alike. I'd like to applaud my behind-the-scenes team, Bradley, as always, for all of your unwavering support amid the years. You haven't failed me. It has been completely unwavering and unfaltering, coupled with all of you listeners, dedicated, dedicated, loyal listeners, spanning and speckling the globe. As always, this radio movement and platform rests upon your broad shoulders, so I definitely implore your continued listenership. Please spread the word. Until the next time, this is Normia Vasquez-Scales, signing off. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh, oh.